This is you, Mike. Okay. Thank you so much, Nisim. Good morning, Nisim, and uh, good morning to all you beautiful and precious Jews out there. That's how we always start our uh, shiur. Nisim calls it a show, but uh, we call it a shiur. And um, and um, we are uh, uh, beholding certainly to a J radio station that uh, is uh, disseminating all this beautiful kosher music and divrei Torah to all of you out there. And of course, im en kemach and Torah, you have to know that anything worthwhile is worthwhile paying for. If you're not paying for it, it's not worth anything. So, so we have to know that uh, we'd like to continue to uh, disseminate these uh, all this uh, luscious. Uh, Beautiful uh, candy that we're sending out there uh, uh, all the time. And uh, in order to do that, we need some support. So please, text in your donations, text in your support. And it's a big mitzvah to do that. You're supporting Torah to many, many all over the world. And you never can tell. One person hears it, and the next person hears it. And it's, I don't think it's not happened. We have uh, Rabbi Mizrahi uh, on our stations, and uh, a lot of Kiruv, and, uh, and uh, that's what we're doing over here. So we are... We are entering the uh, parashiot of mitzvot. And we have to know that mitzvot, that means commandments. Those commandments are coming from the, the creator of the world. Can you imagine that? We have commandments from the Bore Olam, the creator of the world. And not only creator world, is him, Elokeinu. He is the one that gave us the Torah. He's the one that is the Elokeinu Abraham, Yitzhak, Yaakov. He's Avinu Malkeinu. So we have these mitzvot, these commandments from no less than no less than the creator of the world, and 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 all these mitzvot are for our benefit. Every single one of them, for it, it benefits us spiritually, physically, whatever you want to call it. He makes the machine. That's us, and he's providing the food for the machine. That's mitzvot. So so we have that opportunity to mitzvot asher kiddeshanu bemitzvotav. We say that beracha asher kiddeshanu bemitzvotav. Kiddeshanu kadosh means perfect. Hashem is Kadosh. He's perfect. He's the only perfection in the universe. Hashem is perfect. And Kiddishano, Hashem, we said, telling us the Mizvot, giving us Mizvot in order for, to perfect ourselves. And in so many ways, that, that perfection will touch on it uh, soon, hopefully. So in our parasha, Ele Mishpatim. Ve'ele ha-mishpatim asher tasim ifnehem ki tikne evedri sheshanim ya'avoru ba'shevi sheshanachov shechanam ve'ele. Mosif al rishonim. The el is again. It's 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 it is additional to the other mitzvot. Hashem gave other mitzvot. He gave aser deborot. He gave mitzvot in Marah. He gave other mitzvot. But these mitzvot that now he's going to give. It's in addition to that. And we have fifty-three mitzvot. That's a whole bunch. Fifty-three. Right away, Hashem is showering us with diamonds. He wants to give us life. He's giving us fifty-three mitzvot. Thirty are lota aser, not to do, and twenty-three are mitzvot aser. Now, we all know that mitzvah, our Torah has 613 mitzvot, 613. Don't forget that number now, 613. We have 365 mitzvot, don't do, like the 365 days in the year. Just to remind you, to, so you can remember it, 365 days in the year, 365 mitzvot, don't do them. Don't do them now. And we have 248 mitzvot, positive, to do, to do. Now, now they, they, they're both Hashem sending them, they equally put. So when you, Hashem doesn't want you to do something, make sure you don't do it. You know that the Adam Rishon Hava, Hashem gave one mitzvah, don't eat. Don't eat from the fruit. And they were over on that mitzvah. They don't have a mitzvah to do. They just had a mitzvah not to do. And that mitzvah 
it just caused a, a whole balagan, caused, caused a lot of destruction in the world. That, that, that means that they, that they were, that they did not listen to Hashem not to do. But we have to know that really, the purpose in life is to do the mitzvot aseh. It's, it, it's certainly nice, not, it's great, not to uh, steal from somebody, not to, uh, not to uh, steal, not to, not to hurt anybody's feelings, not to, um, to, to keep the Shabbat, not to be obeyed on the Shabbat. For sure we got to do that. But the, 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 the sachar, the real purpose of life is improvement. And improvement is done not when you don't do something. Improvement is done when you're doing something. It's proactive. So when we honor our parents, we, we are uh, honor the, uh, the, um, the kavod of our friends, of our teachers, of our rabbis. We do good deeds. We give tzedakah. We, give, we help chesed. All those are positive actions that are improving ourselves. And that is the purpose of life. God created the world to do, to be a doer. And, and these mitzvot, you have to know that... Um, that that the punishment, you can be you can be wiped clean. If a person ate uh, taref, ate uh, he ate uh, unkosher pizza, he ate pig, he ate whatever he ate shellfish, he ate taref. That's a mitzvah. That's a bad, very bad. He's over on a mitzvah lotaseh. Hashem said, don't eat it. So he he, he didn't. Uh, he, it's a he knew better. He did it anyway. But he can make teshubah. He can make Hashem gives you a chance. You can make teshubah. And if it's very deep, you can wait till inclusive of uh, Yom Kippur mechaperet. And if it's even deeper than that, certain kinds of sins, you have to uh, you have to wait till a person passes away. That's also mechaperet. And if it's even deeper than that, Hashem gives you another chance. He can clean you out. He can still clean you out. He'll burn it out of you. The rabbi told me one time. He'll burn it out of you. He'll burn it out of you and get him. Now that's a big chesed that you could be burnt out. You have a hole in your shirt. You don't want to go up to again, again to to Ghanian with holes in your shirt. It's, it's ugly. Hashem is able to fix those holes by virtue of burning them out in Gehinnam. You can burn them out. And you can come up. You'll come up eventually to Gan Eden. And the rabbi used to say with his wit, he'd say, "You'll come up a little, a little pale, a little skinny from that fire, but Baruch Hashem, you'll still come up. You won't be stuck down there. You have you have these this opportunity to clean up something that you didn't do. But you have to know when you do a good deed." They pay you forever. There's no end to payment of a good deed. You learn one line of Torah, they pay you forever. You uh, give tzedakah, they pay you forever. You cross your uncle across the street, they pay you forever. You give you give respect to your rabbi or any rabbi or any Jews, they pay you forever. You give you give blessings to Jews, they pay you forever. There's so many misvot. You 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 return a lost object of a Jew. They pay you forever. They can't pay you over here. It's too big of a too, too big of a payment. Now they pay you over here too. Don't be, don't worry. You get paid over here too. But the real payment is Olamaba forever. And, and that's why we we're it's one of the reasons we have to concentrate on the Mizvot Asir to do. Now, now you have to know the rabbi always used to, used to say the same uh mashal, the same parable about uh, doing doing good deeds. And he would say there was two partners, one guy in California, one guy in New York. They were in the, uh, the guy in New York had a, 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 a store, they're selling uh, uh, children's wear, let's say. And the guy in California, he would import the children's wear and send them to the guy in New York to fill up his store. Of course, they were partners, and he would sell the goods in New York. But the guy in, the, the guy in, uh, in, in New York, let's call him Jack, he calls up his, uh, his friend, uh, uh, his partner in uh, California, we'll call him Reuven. 
And uh, he tells him, Reuven, we're out of goods. You better get the, get some goods on a truck and get them down here because uh, we don't want to lose the business. So, But he tells him, look, don't send the, don't send the goods with the same truckman you sent them last time. It took him a long time to get here. He, uh, was, a, he was a reckless driver. He got speeding tickets. He passed red lights. It took him a long time to get here. So send him with a good driver this time. He said, okay. So, so, uh, so Reuven, they, they, they sent the truck with an excellent driver. And the driver got to New York in three days, record time. So he gets to uh, Jack in New York. He said, he said, boss, I got the truck here in three days. I didn't get any pass. I didn't get any speeding tickets. I got everything beautiful. So, so Jack says, okay, beautiful. Open up the back of the truck. Let's get the goods. So they open up the back of the truck and it's empty. What happened? He says, where are the goods? Oh, I left them in California. The idea is we have to go upstairs after a long life and bring the goods in the truck. We have to bring the positive mitzvot in the truck. We can't leave him in California. We don't want to leave him in this world. You have to do a lot of, accumulate a lot of good deeds in this world, but, and, and, and put them in the back of your truck, in your pockets, and then you'll be able to bring them up to Gan Eden, upstairs to Olam Abba. That's the idea. Now, Now, we have to know, again, the mitzvot are coming from the creator of the universe. He sent us a personal letter, giving you the privilege of doing his bidding, and all for your benefit and perfection. All the mitzvot are for your benefit and perfection. Every mitzvah makes you better, makes you more perfect, spiritually, physically, uh, uh, mentally. Everything makes you better. Mitzvot are perfection. And, 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 and on top of that, we're doing what Hashem wants us to do. What an, it's an honor. It's an honor to do mitzvah. Anytime we do mitzvah, we should say it's an honor. You put on tefillin this morning and say, what an honor. I put on tefillin this morning. I did the commandment of the king. Which king? The one that gives me life every day. That king, He returned my soul today. So what can I do for you? Now you can't do anything for Hashem. Nothing. He doesn't need you. But but what you, at least you can do is show hakarata tov. And that's what Hashem wants you to do. Hashem wants you to show hakarata tov because you're his baby. We're his baby. And just like your own son, you want him to you want to you want to bring him up with good character traits, good midot, and should be a good, straightforward person. So Hashem is also he wants to know that his children, that's B'nai Israel, are being brought up with good character traits. And he's he's pushing that. How? By giving us opportunities to show our gratitude. And every mitzvah, you have to know if anybody asks you, why do you do mitzvot? Of course you do them because God commanded you. I gotcha. But the bottom line, the underlying factor, and that's the underlying factor of being a human being, and when we're being a good Jew, is hakaratatov. Hakaratatov is appreciation and gratitude. So every mitzvah, somebody asks you, why are you eating matzah? Appreciation. Hashem took us out of Egypt. Why are you putting a mitzvah on your door, your front door? Appreciation. Hashem gave me a house to put the mitzvah on my front door. Rabbi used to say, if you don't have a front door, you don't got to put a mitzvah anywhere. Why are you saying birkat mazon? Appreciation. Because Hashem gave me some... Food to eat. He gave me a good, a meal, good meal to eat. Now, of course, it's a commandment of the Torah. You're commanded. No question. But the, real, the, the underlying factor is because you appreciate that he's giving you good. Something, something good. In fact, even Hashem, when he brought Chava to Adam Arishon. Now, you have to know, Hashem made Adam Arishon with his own two hands. Adam Arishon didn't have a mother. He didn't have a father. Chava also... What, what did he have? Did she have a mother or a father? I don't know. She, he took her, Hashem took him from the rib of Adam Arishon. Hava didn't have a mother or a father. 
Hashem was the surrogate father, so to speak. Surrogate, so to speak. He was the Shadchan, though. He put together the marriage. And what did he do? Very famous pasuk, very important pasuk. You should know that. He brought her to the man. He brought her to the man. So when you go to a wedding, you can tell the Chatan, come to me, ask you, he'll say, uh, Moshe, what idea do you have for me tonight? Before he goes, he gets married. You got a good idea for me tonight to think about when I'm up there on the on the chuppah? You can tell him this idea. I tell all the Chatanim this idea. You can tell them when you're looking out, looking out from the chuppah, and they're bringing up the bride, that beautiful and gracious bride, Kalana Ava Chasuda. They're bringing her up to the chuppah. Look, look out, look at her. And you should see with your mind's eyes, see the Shekhinah is bringing her, bringing her to you, bringing that beautiful lady to you. The Shekhinah, just like Hashem brought Chava to Adam Arishon. So that is a pantomime. That means you're reliving that, that, that occurrence. By Vieha El Ha'ish, Hashem brought Chava to the men. And not only that, the Rav Mil always uh, would say, Ezra, he made her hair. He was the hairdresser. Hashem was the hairdresser. So when that nice kalah is coming up, coming up, don't just look at you know, look in the space. Think that Hashem is bringing it to you, and Hashem even made her hair, so to speak. And think like that, and you're going to have even more appreciation because God Himself is bringing you that bride, and that's the idea. And then you'll have an appreciation for Hashem. And appreciation for your new bride. So this is one of the benefits of, of we're talking about mitzvot, appreciation. All the mitzvot are based on appreciation. When you put your tefillin on tomorrow, every day you should think like this. Every day, listen to what, what you think every day. Before you, 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 before you make the tefillin tight. He said the beracha. He said, oh, then now say, he said, before he said the beracha. He said, I want to thank you, Hashem, for giving me an arm and a head to put this tefillin on it. Appreciation. Why are you putting tefillin? All the other reasons are true. But the first reason is to thank Hashem that He gave you an arm to put the tefillin on. Now, I'm sure most of you all out there never thought about this once in your whole life. And neither did I till I heard it from Rabbi Gamilla. But that's the idea. When it, just like when I told you when you put on the, when you put the, uh, you got the mezuzah on your door and you kiss it when you go out the street. Very nice to kiss it. Okay, great. Very good. But you got to be thinking a few things. I love you, Hashem. Think that. But you should also think. I want to thank you, Hashem, that you gave me this house to, to put this mezuzah on the house. The rabbi used to say, if a person lived on a park bench, he doesn't got to put a mezuzah on the park bench. Only when he has a house to put the mezuzah on. And, and over here, you thank Hashem that you have that arm every day. I want to thank you, I have that arm. And I used to bend, and bend your arm, flex it a little bit. It feels good. And you have a head. And then you thank, then you're putting on the, it's appreciation. That's the idea I'm telling you about. That's gratitude, appreciation. For your arm, for your head, and that's gonna that's gonna make you a mensch. It's gonna make you a, a human being. That's the basis of being human being. Appreciating, knowing that it's not you, knowing that you're not that you're not haughty, knowing that you you have to you have you have you're in debt. You're in debt. You're in debt for an arm. The arm didn't come by itself. Did you uh, pay for the arm? How'd you get the arm? Think about it. How did you get that arm? Did you pay for it? No. You got it for free. No, it's not for free, no. So how are you going to pay for it? You've got to pay for it for the rest of your life. you got to not stop paying for it. And there's only one money that can pay for it, and that's 
gratitude. Thank you. But that's not doesn't get you off the hook. You got to say, Hashem, thank you for the arm. And what can I do back for you, Hashem? Ma'ashiv la Hashem, kol tagmolohi alai, King David said. What can I do? What, I, what can I do? What, what would a person do for an arm? What would it do for a finger? What would a person do for one kidney? He's got the, he's got a, he needs a kidney. What would a person do? He, he would, if he was a billionaire, he'd give, his, he would give all his billions for a kidney. Be off the, off the dialysis machine. So you have to know, you have to say, what can I do? What can I give you back? Don't, you can't, yeah, you have to try. I give Hashem back. He'd give you 613 things to give him back. He's giving you 613 opportunities to give him back. You have to keep Shabbat, Gil Chata. You have to keep Kashrut, Gil Chata. You have to help people, Gil Chatam. Keep Siddhakah, Gil Chata. Encourage people. You have to go uh, uh, visit your parents. You honor your mother and father. Be, be kind to your wife. All these things, that's the way you pay him back. Hashem says, oh, you're paying me back. I see you're paying me back. You know what you do paying me back? You're becoming more perfect. That's the payback. When Hashem, our Father, sees you're becoming more perfect, he says, wow, you make, you, make, you make me happy. You give me nachat. That's the nachat ruach you can give to Hashem. It's like giving nachat ruach to your parents. You come home with a beautiful report card, all A's. And on the back of the report card, the teacher writes, Yaakov is a pleasure to be in my class. He's such a pleasure. What good character traits. He helps everybody else. What can we do? Now the parent, he's on cloud nine. When he sees that report card, he gets such such a pleasure from that. And Clay, you can't ask for any more than that. That's more than winning the lottery. Having a child that gives you pleasure, and it's not any different. When you give Hashem pleasure, it's you're his child, and you're giving him pleasure. And this is the payback. The payback is to give your parent pleasure. You can't pay him back with money. You can't pay him back with a, with, a, with a car or nothing like that. But you can pay him back by showing your parent or Hashem that you're making the most out of yourself, that you're, you're on the road to betterment, to improvement, to perfection. And that road is through mitzvot as we're learning today. Okay. So let's go further. Ah. So mitzvot have many benefits. And Rabbi Miller lists some of the benefits the Benefits as follows. And they're only, not only benefits, they are uh, foundations. Mitzvot have foundations. Foundations and benefits that we're getting from mitzvot. So... First one is, as we've been talking about, is the the uh, opportunity for us to express our hakaratatov, appreciation and humility. When you have hakaratatov, when you give it, you 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 you're telling somebody thank you what they're doing, you're also showing humility, showing that you have anava, that you you're lowering yourself, so to speak, that you 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 don't think you, you have to thank somebody else that he's doing something for you, not that not that you you did it by yourself, not you're getting it by yourself. So, the where does it come from? The first mitzvah. Where does it, what's the source for mitzvah of hakaratatov? People want to know that. Want to know that answer? What's the source? So the source is Anoch. We said it last week. Parasha Anochi Hashem Elohecha Asher Hotzeticha Meeres Misraim. That's what God said. First words. Because three million people over here. I want you to know the most important thing you got to know. First of all. I'm Hashem. I am the Lord your God, Elokecha, you Jewish people. I'm the Lord your God that did everything. I split the sea, I brought the I brought the I brought all the ten plagues, I hit your enemies, I saved you. I'm the one that did it. And you know what? I took you out of Mitzrayim. 
What does that mean? You owe me. I'm the one that did it. I'm showing you that I'm the one. So you have, have, to, have, you have to have appreciation and gratitude. And that's where we have the source of appreciation and gratitude right there in the first mitzvah. Now, another benefit is, Letzaref et aberiyot. Hashem gives us mitzvot to refine et aberiyot. Letzaref. Tziruf means to refine. And, and, and refining the character. Because you can't do what you want to do. You have to have self-control. Mitzvot show self-control. Tziruf. And, 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 and also, it also gains you a derech eretz. By, by refining the character, Mitzvot refine the character, and also, also the zakot. The zakot is a. We'll go go to another one. They have they have in a goyim. All the mitzvot separate us from the goyim, and Hashem gives us a lot of them. So again, every single mitzvah separates us from the goyim. We eat kosher, they don't. We do Shabbat, they don't. All the things that we do, we keep holidays, they don't. Uh, we have all of our mitzvot. We, 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 we don't wear shahanez. They can wear it. Uh, mitzvot separate us. We don't want to be... Hashem is trying to give us the big message that you're not the same as Goyim. Now, you may look in the mirror. You may look the same. People look the same. You know? Some people think Jews look different anyway. But uh, in general, people look... Unless you're from, uh, I don't know, from down south or way down south or, or, or from China, we certainly don't look the same. But... People look uh, the same or similar. But even though you look the same, you're not the same. That's the point. You're not the same. We're different. We're different people. We're a different species. We're not even we're not in the same same planet. We're a different species of human being. Especially, what does that make? What does it what's giving us that that ma'ala, uh, that level? The Torah. It's only one thing that gives us that ma'ala Torah. The Judah keeps Torah, Judah has Torah, they keep Torah. He is on a, he's in a different, you have the, you have the uh, different levels. You have a, you have a domain, you have a, you have a, uh, different levels of, of, of chiyut, of uh, existence. You have like a rock, doesn't, doesn't go anywhere, doesn't move, can't talk, can't speak. You have a plant, he grows. You have an animal, he uh, procreates, but he can't talk. And you have man, he can talk. That's ruach nemalela, he can talk. And then you have the Jew, the Jew. He's even above that. The Jew can reach a spirituality, a height of all heights. He can learn Torah. He can uh, understand Torah. He could reach uh, Ruach HaKodesh. He can reach a Nebuah. We had so many Nebuim, prophets. God spoke to them. God spoke to these people, these, these, these Jews. And, of course, Hashem sprinkled a couple of Goyim in there. God spoke to Bil'am. And God spoke to... Um, to uh, Maybe he spoke to him in dream, Abimelech, and different different uh, people that we have in our Torah, on the zechut, on the zechut of other people. But Bilam was a, at a high level, but we're not going to talk about Bilam today. But B'dere Klal, the Nebi'im, Moshe Rabbeinu, Pe'el Pe'el, spoke to Hashem mouth to mouth. So, so again, Lezakot, Hashem Lezakot Israel, he wants to give us zechut. Lezakot is to purify us by character, we can't do. You have to have self-control. And as the court, also, he wants to give us a merit. Because he gave us Torah mitzvot. What's the zikhut? He wants to give us a zikhut, first of all, to learn Torah. So he gives us a lot of mitzvot because, because you have to learn the mitzvot. So you can't know anything about the mitzvot. No, you can't know Shabbat unless you learn about Shabbat. So Hashem is giving us all these mitzvot. Why? 
because he wants to give us an opportunity to learn about them. That's a big idea. And also, also, zakot, to purify us, and also to give us a zikhut. What's the zikhut? Every mitzvah you do, you do mitzvot, you get sachar over here, and it could give you olam abba. The mitzvah gives you olam abba. Next world. Now, general purpose, listen to this, Rabbi Miller saying, a general purpose of all the mitzvot, this is a big one now, listen carefully, a general purpose, I'm quoting right out of his book, a general purpose of all the mitzvot is to keep Israel, Jews, ever mindful of Hashem. And that's called Yirat Shemayim. We'll say it one more time. A general purpose of, somebody say, what's the general purpose of all mitzvot? general purpose is that you should have Yirat Shemayim, should be aware of Hashem. The mitzvot are there in order for us, general, in general, to be aware of Hashem, to gain Yirat Shemayim. You put on the tefillin, you should be aware of Hashem. When you go up to the sefer, when you're learning Torah, be aware. Now, that's not so easy. Because people can learn Torah all day long and not be aware of Hashem. Now, you might say, hey, it's not possible. It's possible. When you learn Gemara all day long, all day long, big lamdan, good man, great man. But in the, in, he, he's learning, he's, he, he's learning, but he's not aware, he could be not aware of Hashem in his learning. Because it doesn't even say Hashem in the Gemara, hardly. It says Rahamana. Rahamana is the way they say Hashem. So I was learning with, so one one suggestion once in a while. I think maybe the the uh the um of Alajan, I think he said it, I believe. He said every once in a while you can close the Gemara, stop and say, I'm learning Lashem Shamayim. How about that? I'm learning, you don't want to get caught up in your in, in your in your Gemara learning. Say, I'm learning Lashem Shamayim. Or another suggestion may be you put a little post-it note. With the letter hey or yud to signify Hashem in the corner of your Gemara, every once in a while you peek up at it and say, Oh, Hashem, you're in my Gemara. You're in the book here. I'm learning to be mindful of you, Hashem. Now, our parasha introduces to us many mizvot ben Adam lachavero. And the majority of our Torah, that's ben Adam lachavero. Mizvot between you and your fellow man. Of course, we have two kinds. We have between you and your fellow man, and we have between us and Hashem. Two kinds of mizvot. Of course, all the mitzvot between us and Hashem, all the mitzvot between us and our fellow men are also actually mitzvot between us and Hashem. Because Hashem commanded us to do them. So if a person uh, wrongs his fellow man, he has to right that wrong, he has to return that object, and he has to make teshuvah to Hashem, because Hashem is the one that, com one that commanded him not to do that wrong thing, not to damage his fellow man. So he's got he's to pay for the tent in the guy's car, and he has to make Teshuvah, regular Teshuvah Hashem, that he made, uh, he, that he dented his friend's car. So we have to see that Mitzvot and Adam Lechavero are maybe, just maybe, even more Hamur, more stringent than Mitzvot between you and Hashem. If a person eats uh, non-kosher, so he's got to make Teshuvah to Hashem, and that cleans it up. It doesn't, he doesn't have to uh, apologize to any of to the butcher. He doesn't got to apologize to the baker. You know, he has got to apologize to Hashem with a full heart, and that'll clean him off. Now, we have in our parasha, majority of the, the parasha, a lot of it has to do with damages. Damages. Arba bought Nezikin. There are four head uh, titles to Nezikin. Damages. And we start off with say, Shor and Bor, Maveveher. These are the head titles of damages, and they're, they're in Baba Kama. That's what they teach, the, teach everybody, teach the children, especially when they have an open mind to learn these things. 
shores signifies a certain kind of damage. The borders, when the open, guy opens a pit in the in the, in the public thoroughfare, and a mabeh is a uh, a fire. He lets a fire go. The fire, wind blows the fire, hurts his friend's field. Maybe he'll say, hey, it's not my fault. I had the fire on my field, on my side. The wind, you got to blame the wind. Maybe you should, uh, maybe the wind should pay the damages. Well, it's not my fault. Bring the wind to court. What do you want from me? No. So the Torah is teaching us chokhmah of God. No, you're responsible. You're always responsible. Otherwise, your negligence is a big sin. You have to take, you have to take precautions. You open that fire, got to have precautions. You have that ox, maybe he's an ox that uh, hurt somebody the last couple of days. Now he goes and breaks the other guy's fence. Goes, maybe he hurt somebody physically. You're responsible. Say, what do you want from me? He's an animal. I didn't tell you should, uh, you should take it out on the animal. No, no, you got the bala short. The one that's responsible is the owner of this owner of the ox, the owner of the tractor trailer, the owner of the truck. The truck went off its, uh, uh, off its brakes. And when it broke down the other guy's uh, fence, uh, the guy says, hey, you got to pay for my fence. What do you want me to pay for the fence for? Not my fault. The truck uh, went off. Go, go. Uh, what do you want? The truck went out or had a brake problem. Maybe we should go back to the manufacturer of the brakes. I don't know. No. So the Torah is teaching us how to evaluate these things, which is not easy. And then you have uh, is some say, is a person. A person is always mu'ad. Adam is always mu'ad. He's always liable. A person is always liable. And if air, that's the fire. That's the fire, guy. That's the fire. So we have a whole Gemara to explain these laws in details to show us the principles of how precious are our fellow Jews' belongings. The underlying principle is that all of our belongings, listen carefully now, are on loan to us from Hashem. I'm going to say it again. It's important. All of our belongings are on loan to us from Hashem. And we must take good care of these with respect and thanks. Of course, we, we learned it in the Torah, Yaakov Abinu, he was a multimillionaire. He, had, he left from Laban's house, very wealthy. And he had wives and children. And he went at night, in the middle of the night, he, risked, he, he, he put himself at risk to go across the river, Yabok, and to go get soda cans, jugs, small jugs. He went to get them. Who do you got to get him? Leave him there. Who needs the soda cans for? Who needs the jugs? No, Yaakov Avinu trying to teach us something. He's teaching us that those soda cans, those jugs, were given to him by God. So he can't just leave them. He's, not, he's responsible for them. Everything you have, you're responsible for. You have to know that. You don't own anything. And that's a very big lesson. It's a lesson in emunah. It's a lesson in uh, humility to know that you can't just do what you want with your money. You can't do what you want with your money. Hey, I got a lot of money. I want to throw a big party. I want to spend 100, 200, 300, 500, 1,000, 100,000 of dollars on, on this party. My daughter's getting married. I earned, I'm, I, 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 you know, I have uh, millions of dollars. Don't tell me what to do with my money. I could do it. I earned the money. It's my money. Let me do what I want with my money. And he takes a whole entourage and he goes on a, on a destination wedding and he goes on a trip and, he, uh, and the guy feels, uh, you know, I worked my whole life to do something. Like, why can't I do it? And I understand his thinking. His thinking is logical. His thinking is logical. Not a bad guy, Hazit. He's, he's not a bad guy. He wants to make his daughter happy. He wants to make his wife happy. He wants to uh, maybe uh, uh, bring a lot of rabbis with him. And uh, whatever he wants to do, his intentions are good. But we have to know, deep down, it's bad. Because he thinks he can do what he wants with his money. 
but it's not his money. It's God's money. He's watching the money. He's a shomer. And we have that in our parasha. We have shomer chenam, shomer, 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 shomer sachar, and, and also we have these socher, uh, and, uh, and the fourth one. There's four kinds of watchmen. So he's just a watchman, and we're just watchmen also. We're watching everything for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Yaakov Avinu is known as Shomer Neeman, the loyal watchman. He, what did he watch? He watched the, the sheep of Lavan. And Lavan was cheating him every day, but he was loyal. That's Neeman. So Yaakov knew that the small jugs were not his. Now, one of the damages is the board, a pit. The pit is in a shoot The guy dug a hole in his own house. Somebody fell in it. He doesn't have to pay anything because the guy shouldn't have... Uh, Shouldn't the trespass in the guy's field on in the other guy's field and he fell in the pit? It's too bad. But if a guy dug a pit in the public thoroughfare, now somebody got hurt himself, he's got to pay. He's got to pay. That's the idea. And damages, you must pay. You must pay. Got to pay. Nezek, Sari, Pui, Shevet, Boshe. Got to pay five things in our Torah. Five things you got to pay. Damages. The Sar, the pain. They even they even evaluate the pain, Zaripui, doctor bills, shevet, how much he was out of work, bullshit. Even the embarrassment depends on who he is, what level he is. That's the embarrassment he has to pay. If he's a low level guy, he pays the lesser embarrassment. If he's a if he's a president of the of the United States, he pays a higher embarrassment. The president pays more embarrassment. President of the shul maybe higher embarrassment. So, so a board is a pit. Now we have to know from the derech of, 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 of uh, Musar, Abayi would tell you that a person's face is, a, is in the Rishut Harabim. Your face is in the Rishut Harabim. It's in the public thoroughfare. Look in the mirror, you got a face. A face, that's a Pitzelim Elohim. It's a piece of God. Now, that's why you have to greet everybody. Pitzelim, Pitzelim, Panim Yafot. You have to give everybody a pleasant cast of countenance. Hevimikabel. Shammai says, you have to greet, accept, with a pleasant cast of countenance, a pleasant face. Every day, you got to plus, greet, plus, greet people that way. Why? Because, because they're a Tzedem Lukim, and you're a Tzedem Lukim. You want to make them feel happy. Now, Beisel Santa is telling us that a person's face is in the public thoroughfare. So he has to make sure that he doesn't have a sour face on him. He has to have a smiley face. A sour face is going to cause other people, it's automatically cause them to be sour. Now, negligence is a huge sin. To be negligent. You can't say, oops, I'm sorry, I broke your window, you have to pay for it. You can't be negligent with your teeth. You can't be negligent with your, with your, with whatever you have. You have to pay, take care of it. You, you, you have to exercise properly. You have to eat properly. All the things you do, because Hashem gave you a body to watch. You're a watchman for the body. Now, somebody kills somebody by mistake. Our parashah's got a lot of mitzvot here, 53 mitzvot. And I touched it. If someone kills somebody by, by mistake, uh, talking about by mistake, he was negligent. He was negligent. If the guy was really careful, then he's, this doesn't apply to him. But if it was by mistake, he had it. He was swinging an axe. The axe handle was a little bit a little bit loose. And the axe, t- axe head fell off and hit somebody and killed him. Chas v'shalom. So he's got to go to Ir Miklat. Ir Miklat, that's like jail. He's got to go to Il Miklat. That's a city that uh, he escapes to that city because the next in kin of the one he killed has the has the wherewithal, has the green light to go ahead and and take revenge out on this guy and go ahead and kill him. It's the unbelievable uh, law. It needs needs to be studied. So it's like vigilantism. It's got to be studied. 
So, so this, this we see here that the sin of negligence is a big sin, and the guy has to go to Ir Mikvan. The parasha opens up in the beginning with the Eved Ivri. That's a the um, Jewish slave. Eved Sheli Ivri or Eved Shehu Ivri? Is it, a, is it an Eved of Rashi wants to know, is it, a, is it a slave of a Jew? It could be a slave, it could be a non-Jewish slave of a Jew. Or is it Eved, Eved Ivri? Or is it Eved Sheli Ivri? Or, Eved Ivri? or is it a Jewish slave? And we're talking about now a Jewish slave. This guy had to become a Jewish slave. Well, he stole from somebody and he couldn't pay back. So uh, in our law, nobody, you can't get away with nothing. You got to pay back. So, so, so in order to pay back, the, 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 the Torah tells us that he becomes an indentured slave, an indentured servant. He's got to work. He's got to work where? He's got to work for the, for the master. He's got to work maximum of six years. After six years, he goes free. But let's say he works two years, he's able to pay the bill. It only works two years. Three years it pays the bill, only works three years. But at the end of the day, the maximum he works is six years, and then and then he's free to go. Now, this slave, he's, he's, he's treated very, very, he's got to be treated very, very good by the master because it's a rehabilitation process as well. The guy, the slave, you know, why did he steal? That's a whole nyan uh, uh, in itself. So that's, he has a big, big uh, trait of character to steal, very big uh, sin to steal, and he needs to be taught how and why not to steal. So, so now, when he's and he's kept in a good environment, the master's house is a good environment, but at the end, if he says, I like my bad habits, I like my bad habits, I don't want to be freed, he becomes a slave to himself. This guy's a slave. Not only is he an evid to himself, and they have to know, Hashem took us out of Egypt, that we shouldn't be slaves, he only slaves to God. But this guy becomes a slave to himself, and he says, I don't want to go free, I want to stay in this house, and they uh, they put a uh, nail in his ear, and uh, and becomes a slave for the ulam yovel. And the person can be evid Hashem, or it can be a desire for yetzerara. And that's us. That's us. Look around. Look around. Either we're we have two choices. You want to be a, a ben Torah. You want to be a person that does uh, Torah mezvot. You want to be a an evid Hashem, a servant of God. If not. There's only two ways, there's only two roads. Either you're a servant of Hashem, either you're a Shomer Torah Mitzvot, either you have respect for your rabbis, either you doing Torah Mitzvot, Ma'asim Tovim, or if you're not doing that, then for sure, for sure, don't make any mistake about it. Don't say he's a nice guy. For sure he's a slave to himself. That's gravity. You can jump up and down and yell all you want, and tell me, well, this guy's not religious, but he's a good guy. I know him. He's a, he's a good guy at heart. And the other guy, you're going to hear this all your life. And the other guy, he comes to shul every day, puts Tiffany in, and he learns, and learns, but he's not a good guy. He's a bit, he's, I don't, he has a bad character. He's bad, whatever. I don't trust him. Is it such a, could such a thing be? It could be. It could be. But it's much more uh, prevalent to be. It's much more uh, possible to be, pro probable to be. If a guy doesn't have Torah Mitzvot, you got to be it, 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 it's very unlikely that he's going to be a straight fellow. He doesn't have hakarat at all, first of all. Hashem that gives him a life. The Mishle tells us a big principle. He says, It means, one who pampers his servant from childhood will have him as a tyrant in the end. And that, that, that servant, that's you. If you're pampering you, if you're not, if you're giving in to your desires, if you're giving in to your lusts, 
giving it to whoever you want at childhood, that's the best time to not give in. When you're a child, you could, when you're young, you could, you could stop it easier. But if you give in when you're at the end, you're giving, giving it to yourself. Then at the end, you're going to, you're going to be a slave to yourself. He's going to be, he's going to be a tyrant. You pay him for his servant, at the end, he'll, he'll have him as a tyrant at the end. Also, the same thing with a father and a child. If you pamper him, at the end, the, the, the child become a tyrant to the, to the parent. Now, just to uh, wind down, we said over here before, the, the really free man is the Eved Hashem. The slave has no boss except, except the Yetzirah himself. That slave, no boss, only the Yetzirah and himself. We, is who, uh, who's a free man? He has a he, 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 that he that he is that he is a amalo b'torah. The person that is a slave to the Torah, he's the free man. The person that uh, thinks he's a free man, he's a slave to himself. Now, now parasha we have ayin tachat ayin, shen tachat shen, regel tachat ragel. Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Of course, we all know, as as uh, Jews, we know that there's no, we don't poke out anybody's eye, we don't take anybody's tooth out. We pay for it with money. You pay. Everything is paid. So, so we have to know. So the question, of course, is why doesn't the Torah say eye for money? Why doesn't say a tooth for money? It's a good question. So the idea is that when you hurt somebody's property or personally, the Torah doesn't want to take the guy's arm off, but he wants you to feel it. You should feel that they should be taking your eye off. You have that have that feeling. So that's why the Torah is saying that. And also, another reason is because the Torah wants to you to learn Torah Shabbat. Because without the oral Torah, they'll be taking the guy's eye out. And I want to wish you all should have a beautiful day, a great day, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Bezrat Hashem. And remember, Our Torah is a Torah Mizvot, and Hashem is perfecting us through those misvot through because of his love for his nation.